Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. a Father's Day service and today we are going to hear testimonies about the different kinds of fathers in our lives. Amen. But before we go to the testimonies, I want all of us to rise to our feet and spend a minute to say thank you to our Heavenly Father. Can we all rise to our feet and spend a minute to say thank you to our Heavenly Father. Okay, like I said, how many of us were at the beautiful job camp? Okay, I remember <laughs> I remember that at that camp, E.S. Joy taught us different kinds of fathers. Yeah, she taught us about spiritual fathers, biological fathers, fathers-in-law, substitute fathers, different, different kinds of fathers. Amen. And we are going to hear testimonies from three. Our first testimony is from Sedinam from the Greater Love Gospel Choir. And her testimony is about her biological father. Put your hands together for Sedinam. Okay. Amen. Okay. So Sedinam's testimony is about how honoring her father has made a difference in her life. Sedinam, please introduce yourself to us. My name is Sedinam, and I'm in the Greater Love Gospel Choir. Okay. <laughs> and from the Boedi Kadosh Center. Okay. Sedinam, how was your relationship with your father at first? Hmm. <laughs> at first, I didn't like my father. Yes. Like, it was really bad. <laughs> and then, it was just about school. Like, when they asked us to get something in school, even to ask him was a problem. I was so scared. I didn't like my father. When he's coming to the house, everybody's finding somewhere to go Messy. to. Yeah. That was how bad it was. But what changed? What made a difference? Okay, so over the years, being in church, they talk about how we should honor our fathers. And due to the messages, I began to pray for my father. Wow, but at first you weren't praying for your father. Not at all. I'll never think about it. Messy. <laughs> okay, so now how is the relationship with your father like? Now, my relationship with my father is really wonderful. Wow. Like, it's beyond the money relationship. Wow. My daddy calls me to check up on me. He calls no to more pray ATM. for me. No more ATM. And one surprising thing was last semester I was in school. And out of the blue, my daddy called me. And he said, oh, he just called to pray for me. Wow. I was like, hey, it was, it's wonderful. Like, 
a lot of things. Okay. So what would you like to tell the church with regards to honoring fathers and with regards to their relationship with their fathers? I'd like to tell the church that you should honor your parents, your fathers in any form. Maybe by the services you give them in the house, by praying for them. It will help. Amen. And I also want to encourage everyone to honor their fathers and pay attention to the messages mommy preaches to us about honoring and daddy also preaching to us about honoring. Amen. Put your hands together for Sadie now. Last time I, I, I decided to read Ephesians 6 3. It's a, it's a scripture that all of us know. Honor your father and mother that it may be well with you and you live long. And the truth is that the basic thing that each and every one of us wants is for it to be well with us. We all want to prosper and we want to live long too. And I found it very amazing that these two blessings were tied to honoring our parents. So you can see clearly that it's very important that we honor our parents. Amen. Our second testimony is from Oheneba, who's sharing a testimony about his spiritual father. Put your hands together for Oheneba. Okay, please introduce yourself to us. My name is Oheneba from CPS. Okay. (laughs) Oheneba, please tell us about your testimony. My testimony is about my spiritual father and how he helped me get out of pain when my father died. Wow. So you accepted your spiritual father as your father. And when you accepted him, he, made, he helped you get out of pain. Yes, wow. Continue the testimony. Okay, so earlier I had met him. I was then in J Church. Okay. He was not yet then a pastor. Do you mind and telling us his name? Uh, pastor Nana Saribompe. He's a UD pastor. He's okay. now in UK. Please tell us about so, him. I wrote BEC, then I left for Accra to school. So when I was going to my final year, which is third year, to write my YC, then my father passed away. Then my father passed away, it really messed me up. Messy. I remember there's a preserve wall to Medina. I could jump it just to feel okay. Messy. I just went walking the streets. Yeah. I was a daddy boy, so he really paid me power. So what so happened next? He really messed up my YC that year. So I came home, and luckily, he, he, was, he had just been appointed as a pastor, and Bishop Patrick had sent him two towns away from where we were living. Wow. So he met my mother on the way, and my mother said, oh, then your boy has even come here, so you can add him. So he used to come for me, and it was a starting branch. So you bombard me with work, you go and chase people. <laughs> and he put me where, like, the people were very stubborn. I hear my so... Mace. I'll go and chase them. It's like, when I come to sleep, you call you, let's pray. Then it's, it's like, I'm always doing something the whole week. So yeah. when I'm not doing anything, I'm sleeping because I'm tired. Because the next morning, you'll be calling. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> I used to talk to me. Sad. I, used to, I used to get angry. I was like, ah, this man, take your Mace. time. Here. But so I realized that in all those moments, it kept me from not thinking about it. At the point, yeah. I forgot I, had, I didn't even have a dad. Wow. When I didn't have money, he would send it to me. He would be wow. teaching me. Wow. And, he has done a whole lot for me. Wow. And he, he taught his advice that I went back to school, wrote to us wow. three months, and I'm here. I think let's put our hands together for the spiritual father. He said something that all the work that he was doing, all the things that he felt like his spiritual father was bombarding him, it actually took him away from the pain of being drowned in his father's death. Amen. So, Ohenimba, what would you like to tell the church? Uh, first of all, I want to thank Bishop Dad for always sending people around. Yeah. <laughs> 
to a few of us, you'll be in your hostel, people come around, come and preach to you, you'll be somewhere towards them. For all you know, God is sending you a certain kind of father. Wow. So receive them. You don't know how far it will go. So receive them and do your best to honor them. And also honor mommy, listen to her preachings. It will take you far. Thank you yeah. so much, Johanna. Our next testimony is from Vera of the Dancing Stars. She's sharing a testimony about her biological father. Put your hands together for Vera. Okay, so Dancing Stars, we beg, we beg, we beg. Okay, so Vera's testimony is about her father's input, her biological father's input in her life. So Vera, please tell us about it. Hi Introduce everyone. yourself first to us. My name is Vera Caesar from um, Campus Poeme region, and I'm a dancing star. Yeah! <laughs> okay, Vera, tell us about your testimony. Okay. So my testimony is about how my father has inputted a lot in my life. Wow. My biological father has doubled as a biological father and a spiritual father wow. too. Yes. Um, he's the one who taught me how to wake up and pray, wake up and have my quiet time. He teaches me verses. I remember when I was growing um, around seven, eight, I went for a camp and I came back and I told him that, oh, I'd learned how to have my quiet time. From there, he was waking me up 4.30 to have wow. my quiet time, 5 a.m. How old were you by I then? I was eight. Hey, some of you, when you were eight years? But she was having a quiet time at eight because of the presence of her father. Hey, continue. And sometimes when he's going to work, you tell me, normally like when I'm on vacation and he's going to work, you tell me, Len, I remember Psalm 27, he made me learn the whole chapter. Wow. Psalm 91, the whole chapter. Wow. And, like, oh, done. put your hands together for various father. So what would you like to say to the church? I would like to say that be close to your fathers. You never know what is inside him to like to it impart to into you. your yeah. life. Yes. Even right now, as a bus center leader, sometimes when I don't bus people, he calls like he calls me on Sundays. You ask me how I was busing today. Wow. He encourages me. <laughs> what a father! <laughs> Put your hands together for Vera. church put your hands together and if you believe God has been the best father to you stand to your feet give him a shout hallelujah amen beautiful testimonies this morning hallelujah please sit down How many of you believe that you are in the best church in the world? I didn't say Kumasi, I said the best church in the world. A 
And in this church, God has given us a pastor. Hallelujah. A pastor after his own heart. Who feeds us with knowledge and understanding. Amen. And I believe that if you are here this morning, your life is about to be changed. Look at your neighbor and say, my neighbor, I don't know about you, but my life is about to be changed this morning. Oh, those of you at the back, you, everybody here has a neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, my neighbor, you are in the best church because we have the best pastor. We have one of the most anointed pastors in the world. You are about to be blessed. Your life is about to be changed. Stand to your feet. Put your hands together as we welcome our pastor, our prophet. He is Joy Felipe. Please put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Wow. Tell your neighbor in case you didn't know today is Father's Day. Tell the neighbor on the other side, after all the reminders, you still don't remember that Father's Day. And so I am hoping that you have already called your father this morning. If you have a father and you have wished him happy Father's Day. Are you there? Hey. Hello. Eh. Ask your neighbor, has your father heard from you? You see, some people are doing, they have made their faces opaque. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I need you to understand that the office of a father is under attack. That is why many of you have had non-functional fathers. The enemy knows that when fathers are standing and are right, the family is safe. So if he's looking for somewhere to attack, is to take out, after if you take out the leader, what happens to the rest? Or you don't understand what I'm saying. So if you are here this morning and you have a father who is a father and has been good to you, you should have reached out to him by now. And then if you do not have a father because your father has passed or you don't have any contact, I'll tell you in the preaching what to do. Amen. Oh, I said amen. But I want you to put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This morning, I want us to pray for just one father. Usually on Father's Day, everybody will pray for their own. But this particular day, I want us to lift up one father. If you're a member of this church, then you have the same father I have. Yeah. Are you there? If you are a visitor, you are welcome to join us. But I'm talking to those who belong to this house or who are here regularly. We have one father. His name is Bishop Dag. Amen. This year, I mean, he has had detractors every year. That one is part of the ministry work. But this year, there's the, 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 the rebels are, you know, agitating all the time, doing various things. And so it is a time when, if you are a proper child, you stand with your father. You don't turn your back and go and do like you didn't know that there was any issue. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Today, after service, come and stand by this beautiful, take your picture with your father. Yes. And Bishop Intefo is there in the background encouraging us to just celebrate the father that we all share. 
Amen. Now, you may be saying that, oh, but this man cried, he's far away from me. I don't know what you see. It's because we are an ungrateful nation. So you don't know how to look for things to be grateful for. And that's why I need to tell you that the reason why when you came to school, you found a church is because of him. Are you here? The reason why somebody knocked on the door of somebody like you is because of him. The reason why when you were very rude, the person still came back is because of him. Hey. Are you in the house? Yeah. This morning when I woke up, I said red is one of my father's favorite colors. I'm going to look for red. Yeah. I'm going to wear it. So I was very happy to find out that the choir for another reason is also in red. Amen. Yeah. And so this morning we're going to pray. Hey. Are you there? We're going to pray. Because others have risen up. Even as they have risen up, they are already failing. Yes, and they can see it. But people have said a lot of things. And I realize that as his children, you don't know your father. So you are quiet watching. Do you know that the beggars in Accra are fed by him? Do you, know, you are now quiet looking at me. Yes. Every month, beggars in Accra on our register. Because he read in the Bible, I was hungry and you fed me. Did you know that all the police stations in Accra, the counter back has been renovated. So that when you go there, even when you are a bad boy, you will be there like a human being. Before you will be there like an animal. But he has renovated each and every single one of them. Have you seen that you are quiet? Did you know that a certain number of times a year, the beggars are fed in the country? Do you know? Did you know? Did you know that a whole hospital has been built? It's just about to be launched to look after people who are crippled, to give them legs and arms and the ability to move again. Did you know? How many of you would, will admit you didn't know? Let me see your hand. You will admit. There are a number of liars among you, but thank you very much for the honest ones. Yeah, you didn't know. Because the scripture too says, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Uh -huh. So it's just doing. Do you know that in our only SHS for the blind, the children there were given Braille textbooks. Braille is a way they read using their fingers. I've forgotten the cost of one textbook, but it is very expensive. It has to be made elsewhere. Do you know that he is the supplier of those textbooks? that the reason why those children can go and write Wasi and read their syllabus is because Bishop Doug Hayward Mills purchased for them books, not the government of Ghana. I need you to understand it. Yeah. Are you here? Hey, the church has become quiet. You see that you are surprised? I said, have you seen that you are surprised? Let me finish this part because we're going to pray for him. That's why I'm giving this intro. Proverbs 17 verse 6. I don't know. This scripture has been in the Bible all this time. I never saw it till yesterday. <laughs> Let's look at it well. Children's children are the crown of old men. That means grandchildren. When you're an old man, your grandchildren are your crown. That's not why I'm reading this scripture. And the glory of children are their fathers. 
the glory of children are their fathers the reason why you are beautiful the reason why you are looking good the reason why you are holding your head up the reason why you can stand the reason why the enemy cannot you is because you are a child with a father and this morning no matter whether your biological father is here or not alive or not you have at least one more father his name is Bishop Dag. This morning, lift up a voice and begin to talk to the Lord. Thank God for his life. Thank God for all that he does and all that he has accomplished. Thank God for his, his influence in your life. Because the word of God you hear here is just what I've learned from him that I'm reproducing for you. So lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up. Hey, are you praying or you are just memory? Come on, lift it up and begin to pray. Where, who are the prayer warriors in this house? Lift up your voices and begin to pray. You see, if you were praying for your own money, you would have known what to pray. Come on, lift up your voices and begin to pray. Pray that he will live long. Pray that he will do well, even more. Pray that the anointing upon his life will increase. Pray that the number of children that he has, spiritual children, will increase. Pray that the Lord will preserve and protect him. That his enemies and his detractors will not get anywhere. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we are so grateful to you that you have given us also a spiritual father in this house. We thank you for his life. We thank you, O oh God, for all that he has accomplished up until today. And on this Father's Day, Lord, we remember him. We remember him especially this year, O oh God. Father, thank you that he is standing in spite of the fires. Thank you that he's standing in spite of his detractors. And this morning we pray that the houses of God he's been building, you will strengthen him to build more. The word of God that he's preaching, Lord, you will strengthen him to preach more. Let the number of his spiritual children increase. Cause him to travel again on healing Jesus. Let more souls be saved in the name of Jesus. Let more people who are down and out taste, oh God, of your goodness and your care because of him. Father, straighten his paths ahead of him. Help him to avoid every pit hole. Lord, your word says that if anyone digs a pit for somebody, that person will fall in it. Let his detractors fall into their own pit. We thank you for his life, oh God. May we always be grateful children. And this we ask in the mighty name of Jesus. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. God bless you. Now, before you take your seat, hold your Bible and let's make our confession. Don't sit. Hold your Bible. Get your Bible and hold it. We're making our confession as usual. This is my Bible. Hey, at the back. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I will never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. 
in Jesus name amen and amen God bless you as you take your seat hallelujah wow well it's good to be here on Father's Day <laughs> amen many of you try to forget Father's Day mm. you do like you have forgotten isn't it true this year is you will not be allowed to forget hey you will not be allowed to forget amen and so this morning i'm sharing a, a, sem a sermon that i've just entitled fathers that's all just entitled it fathers amen notice i didn't say father i said fathers yeah fathers hallelujah fathers now, I'm just sharing my heart with you on fathers, so it may not be the usual point number one, number two, number three. Maybe it will not be like that. Is that okay? Uh -huh. But I want you, as I preach, and a point, if it strikes you, write it down and remind yourself about it. Amen. Now, the first thing I want to say, with you, say to you this morning is that in this life, God is going to send you a number of people to father you. Mm -hmm. It's going to send you a number of people to father you. Because we often think just of our biological fathers, we think that we have only one father. But you will see evidence in the word of God and also in life you will see evidence that there is more. Are you here? There are not many, but it's more than one. Ask your neighbor, did you know that you had more than one? More than one. Some of you, the reason why you are crying is because you didn't know this fact. And you thought that you had only one. So when that one, for some reason, was it Ohineba sharing with us that his father had passed on, you know, you cry ah, because you feel that my one and only father is passed. But what you need to know is that God sends you more than one. Let's go into the scripture. Let's start with 1 Corinthians 4.15. 1 Corinthians 4.15. This is a very popular verse. But look, look at what it says. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Paul is making an argument here. The teachers there, the instructors there, plenty. Are you here? Yeah. The who? The instructors, those who are just teaching you, they are a lot. But he doesn't say, yet you have only one father. <laughs> you have not many, but he doesn't say only one. And then he goes on to say that he himself, he has given birth to the Corinthians through the gospel. So you see right there, appointing that to more fathers in your life. Are you here? More fathers in your life. A typical demonstration of this can be found in 2 Kings chapter 2. In verse 12. Second Kings chapter 2 and verse 12 is the famous story of Elijah and Elisha. Maybe you don't read your, your Bible often, so you don't know the story. So let me tell you. Elijah was a senior prophet. When I say senior, I mean he now, when you look in the Bible, we don't know where he's from. He just bounces into the Bible. Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbi. We don't know his parents, we don't know anything about him. Most people in the Bible you can trace them, but he we can't trace. After he had worked with the Lord for some time, the Lord told him to call somebody else to join him. So he went and called Elisha. 
And Elisha came and walked with him and served him. And one of the things that happens when you serve is that you very easily pick the anointing of the person who you are serving under. Very, very easily. Just because you are in the same environment all the time. Without trying, you pick it. Now, the time came when Elijah was going to be taken away. It was his time to leave the earth, as will come to all of us one day. And Elisha began to suspect it. So he decided that this man, I won't let him out of my sight. I'll be with him. So he walked with him. It's a very long story. You can read up on it in 2 Kings chapter 2. But it's a very interesting long story. And they go from here to there to there to there. All the while, Elisha is trying to see. He's trying to test how much the guy. Yeah. I tell him that, brother, rest here. Some of you, when they say rest here, you say, oh, thank God. Then you sit down. <laughs> Not knowing that, Charlie, you have lost it. Oh. But when he would tell Elijah, Elisha that, oh, you relax, I'm going here. Then he say, as God liveth, and that's my soul liveth. <laughs> you are going to <laughs> better. We are all going. So after a while, Elisha, Elijah now asked the guy, what do you want? And the guy said, I want a double portion of your anointing. And he was told that if you see me going, you will get it. Now, the story goes on that at a certain point, a whirlwind came to pass there to come and cover whatever was going on. And some horses with a chariot came and just picked this man. And Elisha saw him going. What did Elisha say when he saw him? Elisha saw it. That means he saw the, chari the chariot and he cried, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. Elisha is not a Ghanaian. We say father for no reason. You meet any old man or any older looking man, you say father, you say papa. He's not. No, no, no. No. But as it was a very emotional moment. The person who had mentored him and trained him all these years was going. And in, his, in the drama of it, what comes to his mind or what comes to his mouth is not my teacher. It's not my prophet. What comes is my father, my father. Oh, maybe Elisha was his father. Because in 1 Kings 19, 19, as for, this, as for Elisha, Elisha, we know where he came from. Let's go to 1 Kings 19, 19. He says, he departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat. So Elisha's father was called Shaphat, not Elijah. But based on the principle, what I'm sharing with you is that he had walked with him until he saw Elisha as a father. Amen. As a father. Now, why is it so? It is so because to father a child is not a simple thing. It's not a simple thing. One person cannot do all. How many of you here, your father has taken you to a Chinese restaurant? Lift your hand, let me see. Oh, lift it well. Just look around. Scattered hands. Very few. So it means if we were waiting for fathers to teach us how to eat in a Chinese restaurant, I can hear you. Hey! How many of you, your father has given you sex education? He sat you down and taught you where babies come from. One, two, this one, I can count the hands. Few. So if we were waiting for fathers, to, for your, sorry, your biological father to teach you about sex education, by this time, bereft, bereft. 
How many of you, your father has taught you about stocks and bonds and how to invest your money? Let me see your hand. Luko. Oh, on this side, the quarter, quarter one. Yeah. So if we were waiting that only biological fathers would teach us how to invest, invest our money, would there be any investment? It does not mean that, I'm not saying that our biological fathers are not important. Please, you are more intelligent than that. What I'm saying is that the reason why you have many is that the work of a father is all encompassing and one person cannot do it. Some of you, when you came to this church, it's here you learned how to tie a tie. Before you came here, you had never tied a tie in your whole life. I've not mentioned him. Oh. I've not mentioned him. Eh? I even saw some of you appearing. They said, go and get. Hey, where's your bow tie, Papa? I'll text your father today and I'll ask him whether he has not taught his son how to wear a bow tie. Rasa, where's your bow tie? You see, oh, it's the instrumentalists who are not wearing bow tie. What have you seen? Instrumental, a spirit of rebellion. You, I will kill it today. I'm looking. There are some other. Are those people singers or instrumentalists? They are singers. You are bereft. You are bereft. Because in your life as you were growing, but I know it never came around your life. I mean, I mean, the reason why I'm blasting Papa is that I know that some has come around his life. That's why I'm blasting him. Maybe he and Russell. One call Shamkom Uh-huh. Russell, did you go to Shamkom? You didn't go. Ah. but this guy who has gone to Trump I have to blast him because are you there? what am I saying? just like how a mother is incomplete a father is even more incomplete yeah his job is even bigger it's even bigger the responsibility is even larger and so God in his wisdom and in his mercy gives us more than one and so if you are here this morning and your biological father doesn't exist anymore Please, you have to open your eyes and see the, replay, the other father. That's why I'm still going to talk about the different types of fathers again. Yeah, some of you went to the camp, you heard it. Listen, to repeat it is not exome. And most people here were not at the camp. You need to hear it. So that when you see the other father, you will receive the person. You never knew that the person you were fighting, no, was actually God has sent that person into your life to provide for you what your, your biological father could not give you. Most of you, if you are depending on your biological father to teach you how to speak in tongues. That's why the various in this world are few. Oh, me, it's only Vera I've heard give this testimony that her father was her spiritual father. How many of you? Your father was the person who taught you scriptures. Your father was the one who taught you quiet time. Your father... Have you seen that you're quiet? So, the, your father, you better appreciate him. Where, where is she? I can't see her. Or she has gone back to her people. Hmm. Oh, sir. Today, send your father. Tell you that your pastor in school said that, in fact, he's a special man. He's a very, very special man. But that's why we got up for him. Very special man. Amen. Because many times, you're able to do one stream or another, but some things are neglected because it's so much. One person cannot do all. So if you do not have a biological father or your biological father is not living with you, you still have to relate to him, by the way. We shall come there. But what I'm saying is that look out, be on the lookout for the others. 
Ohenba gave us another testimony, isn't it? Of how his father had passed and somebody else came into his life at that time and by the grace of God, that person, that's why Wayekama dies in school. Otherwise, by this time, he'll be some... Yeah! And for those of you who've lost your fathers, I, let, let me tell you something. Sometimes God takes a father out deliberately. Deliberately. Ah, you see, they are quiet. Yeah. One day, a young lady had lost her father and she was crying. And Bishop was holding her and, you know, talking with her. Then the doctor on duty, who knew them, came to talk and to console her. And then he said, you know, sometimes the Lord takes out a father before time. Then he said, in his case, if he had been with his father, he wouldn't have gone to school much. God took out his father and the person who fathered him put him in medical school. That's how he became a doctor. Are you in the house? Yeah. There was a young lady, you know, in my house, I've raised a lot of people's children and this young lady, every now and again, she would dissolve into tears and she'd be crying. And when I asked her, what is wrong? Then she said, you see, she had never known her father. She never met him. Her father was a traveler walking through somewhere. And her mother in the village said, why not? And had her. So she, her father never existed. And so at a point, she kept on feeling that I want to know my father. And it's a normal desire. I want to know my father. She had been told that her father was coming from one of these neighboring countries. So in her teenage years, one day she told me that she wants to go and look for her father. So I said, okay, where will you start? <laughs> then she said, um, when I get to the capital, I said, wait, but who said he came from the capital? So she realized it wasn't practical. But every now and again, she would dissolve into these tears. Meanwhile, the person was living in my house. Are you there? So she kept on and on and the years were passing. And so one day, I called him. I said, sit down. I said, where did your mother meet your father? And she showed me, I knew the story, of course, where they came from. A corner of the northern region. I said, hmm. I said, eh, what's the preoccupation of the people who are there? Please, everyone who's from a village, what do they do? They farm good. I said, so if your father had married your mother, what would you have been? I'm asking a question. A farmer's daughter. Would you have been here? The answer is no. I told her, so, you know, <laughs> that's the last time. God has given you a substitute. But she couldn't see the substitute for crying for the other one. It's a good place to come. Amen. Yeah. Are you there? Are you understanding what I'm trying to say to you? So who are these fathers? Who are these fathers that we are talking about? I'm going to give you nine of them. I'm sure you can find a few more, but I'm just going to give you nine. The first one, God the Father. God bless you, Lady Reverend Humi, for making us stand up to thank God the Father. Amen? Because like many, 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 many others, we don't remember him often. Only when we want something. 
Hey. That's why when the disciples asked Jesus how to pray, he started by telling them, Say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Remember him first. Is that okay? Remember him what? Remember him first. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Amen. We must remember to appreciate him. The second father that you have is your father in Christ. And this is the person who brought you to the Lord, who led you to Jesus. So you were there, you were in the system. Are you here? But somebody spoke to you about Christ, and that is your father in Christ. Don't worry, those of you who have notes from the camp, it's not in the same order, it's not a problem. It's the same list, but it's, yeah. Are you there? Next one. Your father in ministry. Your father in ministry is the person who teaches you how to work in the ministry of God, birthed you into the ministry of the Lord. So many of you here, you may have come here already born again, but I'm your father in ministry. Till you met me, you didn't know anything that you could do anything. You didn't know how to do it. You didn't know why you should do it. You didn't know anything. Amen? Are you in the house? And sometimes that person becomes not just... You see, when you say father, it's not just one thing the person is teaching you, but a whole set of things. That's why you must differentiate between an instructor or teacher and a father. A father just comes to teach you the exact thing that he's teaching you. But a father comes not only to teach you, but is concerned with a much wider spectrum of things. Because some of you, when you come, I'll ask you, so what's happening in your house? Are you there? What's happening with your house? What's happening with you? Not just what we are doing even here in church. What's going on in school? There are some of you who want to do things. Some of the people who want to follow me, I tell me, you're not going anywhere. Go and sit down and do there. Eh? <laughs> because I'm concerned about your coursework. And that's why we even said that we are having prep in the house. It's not to make an SHS student out of you. But I've been a pastor of students long enough to know that it's not everybody who does independent learning well. You are so sanguine also when you are on your own, you are watching a film, you are chatting. Well, it's not only the sanguine, it's the, the, every temperament. You are misbehaving. Before you are aware, all the time it's gone. So come and sit here. Here when you start to learn and you start to talk, somebody will lift up their head and frown at you. What's that? Are you in the house? That's the reason. So it, it encompasses far more of your life. Are you there? Not just what you are doing. Now, when you see a bar center leader, you see a center director who's only concerned with your work. So do you go and do the visitation? So, did you call the people? But it's not concerned with you. Oh, man. You know that you are looking at somebody who's not a father. Yeah, yes. It's not every man of God who is a father, please. Elisha, when he was leaving, we saw where he left his gift. He left it with Elijah. Elijah, when he was going, he didn't have anybody. He died with the gift, took it to the grave. You are very quiet. Though. Yeah. He wasn't a father at all. Soon after he got the gift, when some children were laughing at him, he just called their bed. Uh, it's them. 
Yeah. When you are a father, one of the characteristics of a father is to withstand a lot of nonsense. <laughs> you are quiet again. Many of you saw some nonsense you did do. Ah, we have told somebody to call you, wake you up at four to pray for yourself. And you get up. It's not that we are waking you to pray for us or waking you up to pray for the church. Yourself. All those flow prayer times. I remember one of them. We prayed against the different types of cancer. Cancer is in your family. Your grandmother died of it. Your auntie has it. Your mother is afraid of it. And you wake up. As if we are calling you to pray that we will not get cancer. I'm just telling you how some way you are. Hey. You know, you know, they. Last week, one of the flows, it was very interesting. We pray about something. Has just escaped me. Oh. Did you pray or you didn't pray? But the point I'm simply making is that they are all things for your own good. But you won't get up. We're praying about what? Covenants. Ah. So many times. Pray that, Mother Beloved, you have me while you, as you are there, if you follow yourself, you will marry a very stupid woman. Because the things you like, you know, it's only stupid women who have them. <laughs> uh, you see, what I'm saying, they don't believe me. Oh. Look, the things you like, if we leave you to follow the things you like, you don't pray about it. Your choice will be a silly woman. Wake up and pray about the beloved that you have to that one too. I have to beg you. Ah, you are Jane Ketcher on the person who's calling you. They put off your phone. I'm just showing you why fathers must have patience. They have brought you to school that you learn for yourself for your future life. You say, hey, you will not learn. What difference does your learning do to us? What difference does it make? What difference does it make? Hey. So it's for yourself. Are you not understanding what I'm saying to you? Come and let us pray. Then you'll be doing things. Ah. <laughs> I, I don't have data. I should send you data. Center directors don't send anybody no data. Nothing. Nothing. Don't supply anymore. When you have just come to the Lord, when you are just young, we know you don't know so much, so we'll help you. But after you've tasted it once or twice, if your common sense won't tell you that your small money you have, you have to keep some for data, and you're turn away. Be there. Ah. But you see, you realize that the fatherly um, shepherds, even though I'm saying don't mind them, they will still mind you. Be- and that's, that is the fathering and the mothering. Yeah. yeah. Many times we tell you. <laughs> yeah. 
Many times we'll tell you, get out from there. After I finish telling tell you, get there. We'll come back and come and collect you, bring you back. Yeah, that's it. That's it. This is our father. Oh. He has sucked us. After he has finished sucking you, first he will send some of the elder brothers to hold you so I don't fall down. Then later he'll call and say, come back. Return. He's just making a point. What you did was wrong. That's all. That's the point he's making. We don't do such things here. That's all. But he will send you insurance to make sure you don't fall down. Sometimes he can say he has sucked you. After sucking you, he will send you your one year's pay. <laughs> this father. Then call you back. Come away. Is the fatherly something working now? That I sucked the person, Charlie, what will be in the house? What a father. When you see some of us trusting him and believing, you should know that it's because of something. One of my foolish friends, he got up and said, he's annoyed, he's going. As he said, he's annoyed and he's going. For two years that he was paying him. What? That's a father's heart. Foolish boy, as you are going, don't go and start. You have wife, you have children. Your pride is what is disturbing you. Eh, hey, call the wife, just come and collect it. <laughs> and she too, she was coming. <laughs> I'm explaining to you who her father is. Two years old. Have you heard some before? So do you understand now why when people get up and start writing, we don't care about those outside. But when somebody who has tasted of it turns around to say, yeah, 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 then we will finish you. That's why Father, you should be quiet. We will finish you. Hey, are you there? And when you are in your class and some idiot has opened his mouth, tell the idiot he does not know what a father is. He should shut up and be there. Ah. Be quiet and be there. Hey. I can tell you things, I tell you. That's why I'm happy these days we don't stream. We're just keeping our videos. We don't stream anymore. Yeah. When Ebola struck some countries, we had missionaries stuck there. Come and see our father maneuvering. Till today, we don't know how he got them out. Borders were closed. Nothing is flying. No, no, you cannot come from there. But the father, I've sent, I've sent my children there. I was sitting by somewhere one day when one of them texted me. And I used to text him just to encourage them. When he said, I've landed. I said, where are you? <laughs> I'm telling you something. So when they are at Ebola too, it's a very dangerous thing. So when they are right, they were kept somewhere. We never knew where. Total quarantine until the period was over. Then they came to manifest. Now, I will, sorry, I will say the man has done what he's doing. May God deal with all of it. My one prayer, I pray every day. Oh. When I'm praying, when I see that, I say, Father, don't forget. Oh, Lord, don't forget. You two don't do your father things. Oh. Don't forget. <laughs> hey! Are you in the house where you have traveled? Yeah, I need to say this thing because many of you don't know your father. You don't know your father. Hey, me, he's my father in ministry, but for him, I wouldn't be here. I would defend him with my life. Ah, 
What do you mean? Are you there or you have traveled? Oh man, I'm remembering things. One foolish guy who woke up. <laughs> that guy, if he had not misbehaved, he would have been number four in the hierarchy. Bishop, yeah. No, he's number five. Bishop, Bishop Saki, Bishop Eddie, uh, Sister Adelaide, and then that guy. He'd have number five. Misbehaved big time, many years ago. Over th- about 30 years ago. Told us he was going, he will show us what his church goes till today. We are still waiting. That guy. Oh, yeah. The guy misbehaved. You see, it, these guys that are confusing you are confused because it's the first time you are seeing, but we, we have seen it. Uh, anyway, one day our father got up. He said, You see, but the guy, you see, it's not good that anybody should have a quarrel with anybody. So he's going to see the guy that they should, so, they should just let by go. We said, No, 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 you can't go. Ah! How? How? He said, no, I believe the Bible. As I read the Bible, the Bible says that if anybody has anything against you, you should go, hey, when he has brought the Bible, how to keep how to, We have to do what? Then he went. Should I tell you what happened when he went? When he got there, the guy's wife was so happy because she, she was not in favor of what the husband was doing. <laughs> When the husband came, he said, Ah, you didn't tell me that you are coming and you have come with your lieutenant. When he said, I come with your lieutenant, Bishop Eddie is his spiritual father. He led him to the Lord and baptized him to speak in tongues. Bishop Eddie and Bishop Saki, you should have told me so I'd have brought my pastors also. Next time when you are coming, come with more sense. Because the Bible says, As far as it lies with you, Keep the peace. This one, after he has tried to keep the peace, if you will not, Eja. But me, I wouldn't have tried. Ah, as I see my girl wave, I'll be there, I'm also here. <laughs> you see, I'm sharing these things with you because I need you to understand the father that you have. Amen. The next one, your biological father your biological father and of course this is the person who makes up 50% of you the other 50% is your mother listen the bible has only one instruction concerning your father honor him that's all if your father is a goat honor the goat that's why no I'm saying it because some of you are like hey you don't know my father you don't know I don't know your father but I know the bible have you seen my father has been beating on my mother please it's their, it's their business my father is very some you see as you are speaking eh, remember you are 50% oh. remember you are 50% lest your father's devil find you there are many many people who have grown up to find out that the 50% is alive it is as I have grown my mother was 150% phlegmatic 150 and me, I'm Clawson. Collect 49%. 49.5%. Sanguine 49%. Male 1%. And it works only in my kitchen. <laughs> Are you there? So I don't have any flag at all. So I've always thought I'm very different from my mother. Until I passed a certain age. They say go to hospital. I say I won't go. Say go to hospital. Then one day I remember I know somebody like that. My mother. My mother. 
You are 50%. Oh. My mother will not visit anybody for anything. Those of you laughing, you probably be very careful. <laughs> I discovered that I also don't visit anybody for anything. <laughs> hey, I have laughed at my mother's inability to go out. I've laughed at her. I said, this is my mother. If my mother wants to see her grandchildren, I will carry her grandchildren to her. Not that she has come. No. Now, Mr. Media, I like life. I'm always moving around. Before I was aware, my mother's devil had caught me squarely and I refused to ask how many of you have come to your house. I will not ask the question because it is disgracefully bad. So as you are pointing your left hand at your father, this is my father. He likes women. Be careful, though. We are fifty percent. Be careful. That's why the Bible does not say like your father. It does not say love your father. It only says honor. That's all. Because he realizes that you may have serious problems with the liking. Realizes that you may have serious issues with the loving. I says, Charlie, honor. What is honor? Respect. Just do what you must do. Honor. Respect. Be careful to keep it. Lest your father's devil finds you. The thing you hate about your father. What I'm sharing with you is a documented fact. The children of alcoholics often become alcoholics. Hmm. are you in the house are you understanding what I'm sharing with you what did I say yes the children of wife beaters often become wife beaters yeah it's a trauma so it affects you in a way so how you think how your mind works what triggers you Hey, Pastor, what are you saying? So doesn't mean I'm going to be beating my wife or my mother. <laughs> uh, what I am saying is that rather than criticizing your father, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Your father has got 16 children across the world. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Uh, hey, I'm talking to some people. And remember, uh, uh, okay, my people say I should read the amplified version because it's very nice. Honor, esteem, value as precious your father and your mother, and be respectful to them. This is the first commandment with the promise. So just do it. Have you heard? I say you should just what? Yeah. Let me talk to those of you but my time is going. I wonder if I'll finish. Let me talk to those of you either from a broken home or a family where the mother and the father are against each other and you are in the middle. Can I give you one piece of advice? Get out from the middle. When your father was rapping your mother, were you there? When your mother was accepting, were you there? Yeah. Tell 
them that I'm a child. I cannot handle. I cannot handle. Please, I'm a child. It is too high for me. It's too difficult for me. And just remove yourself from the middle. Rather than trying to pray, play, some of you try to play judge. Daddy is wrong. Hey, wait, oh. Your mother may be a lovely mother, oh. But she may be a Jezebel as a wife. You don't know because she's not your wife. She's your mom. A friend. <laughs> hey. You see, the ladies, we talk freer. So we will tell the children what's going on. Your father won't talk. So you don't know how your mother is as a wife. That's a different thing. When you hear that your mother has not had sex with your father for six years, you begin to understand something. The women, we are always telling our story. In every situation of counseling, where I have heard both sides, you see, there's always two or three sides to a matter. The man's side, the woman's side, and God's side. Yeah. And until you have heard all, you cannot conclude. And your mother will talk because we talk. Hey. I'm sorry now you're quiet. Yeah. Because we talk. One day, a certain friend of mine, mother and father, are you there? And all the children knew the mother's side. And all the children supported the mother's side. The ma- Look, the mother said, the man is a very wicked man. He's a very rich man. He doesn't spend any of the money on us. Some of you can identify. He's very stingy. Are you listening to my story? Yeah. <laughs> the children grew. The children growed. So they growed and they growed. And the man, the guy, the eldest son is a member of our church and had begun to hear these messages on fathers. So he decided to take a certain stand. Are you getting? Because all the children were on the mother's side. But when he heard that, no, you have not heard your father's side. He decided that I'm for both my parents. So he began to just flow with both of them. Then one day, tell your neighbor one day. One day. As an adult, his mother did something to him. That really pained him. So he called his father. He told his father that, Ah, my mother this and this and this. And then the father said, Oh, is that all? I've been living with it all these years. So says, this is just one and you are freaking out. Yeah. Sana, the woman who had her wild ways. Very wild. The years continued to pass. And as the years passed, one day the man said to the son, come let me show you something. And he took the son around. All the money that they said the man was not spending on the children. I mean he had educated them. He paid the education, everything. They were all graduates. But the money, you know, they could have traveled, they could have, because he had a good job. Do you know what the boy went and saw? Do you know what he saw? Where his father took him? Shall I tell you where his father took him? Driving. This house is for you. This one is for your brother. This one is for number three. The, the man had used it to get properties for his children. That today, I cry, you cannot buy a plot of land. His children have lands. His children have houses. The man said, I won't give it to you to eat it in your mouth and swallow it and sit on a loo and it is gone. Yeah. 
But the mother did it. She had brought them up to him. He said, wicked man. Is that a wicked man to you? The Bible says that it's a certain kind of father who leaves an inheritance for his children. He was just making sure that they will be okay. Whether you are a girl or whether you are a boy, he has done you okay. Hey, how many of us here, if we got the house, they said, come and collect, you won't like it. Ah! Hey, but that's why I'm just using this story to explain to you why you must get out of your father and your mother's issues. Get out. Are you there? If you follow them, eh? Apart from that, if you continue, they may become, you may become third party. Um, you don't know what I mean when I say third party. Hey, you, are, you are quiet again. One day I told one of my sons who was working around, I'm very upset with your father. I'm not going to talk to him today. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to your dad today. I'm very upset. I don't mind him. As the day wore on, with your husband is my friend, though, so I forgot. <laughs> I forgot I was annoyed. I forgot I was not supposed to be talking to him according to me. So I was sitting in the room, I was buying him some Sunday. Then my son came and said, hey. <laughs> Are you not the one who said that he would talk to daddy? The daddy said, Hey, she said, What? <laughs> you have made yourself judge and jury in your parents' marriage. <laughs> What did I say you should do? Get out of there. When they were wrapping me, you went there. You were not there. The stories that they were telling, you were not there. You were not there. Let me just finish my list. I'm finishing. The next kind of father is a substitute father. A substitute father. And this is the type of father who often replaces a biological father, whether he is present or not. So your biological father may be alive, but you have somebody else giving to you. Are you there? Yeah. Sometimes it's an uncle, a brother. Sometimes the person is not even a relative at all, but God has brought the person into your life to take the place of your father, a substitute father. Are you there? Remember the story of the guy I told you who somebody came and took over his father's role. That's why he was a, a doctor. Yeah. So sometimes it happens that way. The Lord just changes the father for you. Many stepfathers are like that. Yeah, but instead of just giving him a chance, you are fighting. Give him a chance and see. I said what? Yeah. Sometimes what you are, you are, you are reaping is your own misbehavior. Uh-huh. But if you stopped, you might get another response. Wow. Number six, your father-in-law. That's the father of the person you marry. Number seven, father of a church. Number eight, father of a movement. These two things are not necessarily the same. Father of a movement, the faith movement, the church growth movement. There are people who sit in certain positions. Are you there? So we know Young Gicho, he brought a certain kind of church growth. Kenneth Hagan, he brought the teachings of faith back into the center for and These are fathers of a movement. To me, first love is a movement. It's not a church, it's a movement. Yeah, because you'll see that it draws children from everywhere. Everywhere, every kind of background. And it's a movement, and they are doing their things, and they are moving on. And the last one, this one, you must get rid of him from your life. That's your father in sin. Your father in sin. The person who took you 
to drink your first drink. The person who made you go and sleep with the first girl you slept with. The person who brought you up. Ah, what did Bishop Ogo say his father in Sim's name was? Mezarand. That's Bishop, Bishop Ogo's father in Sim. And he taught him how to club the whole night. Going club to club to club to club to club. Drink it, drink it, drink it throughout the night. Such a person should no longer be in your life. Are you there? The first person who gave you we taught you how to smoke it. Because many of you here, you are still on we. You better get off. You better get off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mommy, how do you know? Why? Because you come to church, you think you are fooling us. Yeah, yeah, the only person is fooled, though. Yeah. So that's your father in sin. Young lady, the guy who taught you how to have sex daily. Yeah. Exit. They must exit. That particular father must exit from your life. That type of person. They must exit. <laughs> are you in the house? All these fathers have been given to us by the Lord, apart from your father in sin, who is there, who belongs to the devil. Get rid of him. But the rest, you may find out that you learn so many things and your life becomes complete as you accept these fathers in the different phases of your life. Sometimes they take over one after the other. Are you with me? You move from here to there. There are some of you, you are here now for this season. Rather than saying that my mother church, my mother church, you better accept what is going on here and accept the father that God has given you for this period of time. Are you here or not? Yeah. Because for as long as you are here, you are going to spend more time here than you are spending at home till you are done. And who knows what it is that's supposed to be deposited in your life. And when you carry on, some will stay, but some also carry on to another place. And you need that deposit in your life as you are going on. So stop the two known. And settle down and allow some things to enter into you. Yeah. Our prophet is one of the best fathers I know. Yeah. Cry. For both us as adults and you younger ones. There are things I will discuss with him even at this age. Yes. Are you in the house? So get in there and begin to investigate what is the advice he has to give to a young person like me about my future, about my studies, about my family, about relationships, so much that you can learn. Free of charge. There's no charge at all. It's just accepting the person. Then you see that free of charge, free advice, and it's leading you on your way. May the Lord help us to recognize the different fathers in our lives as we move on. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for your mercy and your grace to us. Father, may we not be foolish children. Help us to do right. Help us to honor our fathers, oh God. I pray especially for those who have lost their biological fathers. Father, may they see the substitute that you have brought. I pray also for those, Lord, who have bad relations with their current father. I pray in the name of Jesus, O oh God, that you grant them the wisdom and humility to go back and repair the relationships in Jesus' name. I pray, O oh God, that for everyone that you have brought a father figure, help us to be humble and to receive them in Jesus' name. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, we have a heavenly father who desires
to flow with us but he says that to do so you must come to him through his son Jesus Christ and so you are here this morning and you have been trying to connect to the Heavenly Father but you've not given your life to Jesus let us take a moment to help you to rectify it so that your access to the Heavenly Father will be straight and direct through Jesus you are here this morning you want to receive the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior just lift up your right hand we're gonna pray a simple prayer guiding you into the kingdom lift up your right hand where you are just lift it up we're gonna pray that prayer if your hand is lifted come to me God bless you I see your hands just come just come and join me we're gonna pray a simple prayer just come just come from the back from the middle from the side from the front just come just come give him your life some of you should not be walking around at this time honestly I'm singing it for the last time you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior just come just come your heart is beating that's Jesus saying something to you just come God bless you as you come just come it's a simple prayer Jesus your heart is beating it's a sign Jesus is calling you he's calling you and he's saying to you come come your father is waiting for you your father is waiting for you join us as we pray those of you in front, I want you to pray this prayer after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior. You are my master. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for these young men who have come to give their lives to you. I pray that you'll bless them. I pray that you'll touch their lives, oh God. That everything concerning them, oh God, you will rectify it. And Lord, they will be glad that they came to meet you today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S. God richly bless you.